Hi, this is Joe Bonzel with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much, the legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you, listeners around the world, and welcome to the David Bowers Awards, the show that plays the music other shows won't, and talks with the artists who make it. And we have a very special opening number for you this week. Our old friends, well, they're not that old, but they've been friends of ours for some time, Smith Sisters, along with their backup band, the Sunday Drivers, have a new single that just came out this week. I say this in all seriousness. This is a really emotional song. There are some people who uh, will it will bring a tear to your eyes. And it is a story that needs to be told. It needs to be shared. And we need to understand the trauma and depth of what's going on here. Beautiful song with a beautiful story. I want you to listen. Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers, somewhere out there. Somewhere out there is a woman I used to be. 
song that is John Bon Jovial. It is. And it hits home for me because I understand. Yeah. John has a um, member of his family who is going through that at this time. And uh, I know that uh, John and I both have had a, uh, a well-known artist who uh, went down that road too, and we won't mention his name, but uh, it's something that's that touches many of us and is not really well understood or considered, but it's something we have to sometimes have to face, and it's not an easy pill to swallow. I think the uh, the girls have done a beautiful job with a tune that was written by a songwriter they know. I'd like to get the girls back on the show and uh, maybe talk about the song and the gentleman who wrote it for them, and uh, maybe we can get them back on the show next month and talk about the song and and the story behind it. Yes, John? Well, as I started to say, uh, it does kind of hit home for me because – uh, we are experiencing in our family, uh, not Alzheimer's, but uh, dementia with Lewy bodies. We all should look that up. That's L-E-W-Y, uh, Lewy body dementia. And uh, it hits very close to home because it's an immediate family member. And uh, yeah, I find myself getting a little emotional over it because uh, it ruins plans. It, it, it does it that. deviates from the path and the direction that you envisioned yourself taking. And uh, you end up becoming a caregiver because you, you, you know that she's still in there somewhere. She's still in there. But, uh, you know, it's a tough thing to go through. It really is. I was okay. just mentioning when you okay. came back that I'd like to get them on the show and they can talk about the backstory and the songwriter. Yeah, well, I do want to get them on the show because she does such a, a wonderful job of conveying the message of what a horrible, miserable, vile, evil thing Alzheimer's and dementia is. It it um, It is a slow goodbye, and... It robs you of your loved one, and it, it steals your plans from you. And yeah. uh, this is the problem with with it. And 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 the damn thing about it is, there's no cure. 
No, no, there's very little no that you can do about it except try to make their life as comfortable as possible for as long as necessary. It's uh, right. It's a very sad and cruel sickness. It is. It is. But as my friend David Bowers likes to say, moving on. <laughs> well, thank thank you for sharing that with us, John. And uh, I will. I'll be in touch with the uh, Smith sisters and see if we can get them on the show to talk about the song. And uh, I'll let you know what we find out. In the meantime, we have a couple of guests with us, including, uh, well, both of our guests are special, but one is special in the uh, in a way that's special to us here on the show, in that he is, I believe, the most frequently repeating guest that we've had in the uh, now going on 11 years. This is going to be the 10th anniversary of his first appearance on the David Bowers Award. And for that occasion, he's going to play for us a an unreleased song now. We'll be talking with him in a little bit first. We have an artist that uh, we've had on one time before. He's back with a new song, and we're going to play it right now. His name is Gary Pratt, and the tune is Till Your Boots Are Dirty.
are dirty. Mr. Gary Pratt, come on in here, Gary, and let's talk. Hey, how you doing? Doing great, my friend. I hope you are, too. Yes, uh, I'm plugging along. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, from the uh, from the country music capital of Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh, welcome aboard, and thanks for sharing your music with us. Tell us tell us a little bit about Till Your Boots Are Dirty. got to believe there's a story there. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate that. Um, Till Your Boots Are Dirty, I, it reminds me of uh, where I grew up at. Uh, it was a small coal mining town, and my brothers and friends of mine, we did a lot of um, dirt biking and, um, you know, quadding and taking the Jeep out in the mud and stuff like that. And uh, I grew up, um, my great-grandfather had a farm, and um, my dad actually built a barn um, on my grandmother's um, property, which was right beside where, where I grew up at. And uh, we had horses and pigs and cows. We didn't have them all at the same time. We just sort of had, one time we had pigs, one time we had cows, one time we had horses, and we always had chickens. And, you know, um, this song sort of reminds me of that, you know, because uh, grow, growing up, you know, and being out there in the woods and hunting and doing stuff like that is just, uh, you know, the country way of life. That's what this song reminds me of. It's just out there having fun and working hard, too, at the same time, but always having, um, you know, some time to do some other things, like I said. And, um, it was a great, great way to grow up, great way to grow up. Absolutely. Now, how did you channel your youth into country music? How did you gravitate to country music? Uh, my dad, he, um, listened to country music all the time and all his buddies. And every time we had like big picnics and stuff, there was always, um, somebody in the family was like, um, you know, playing guitar and that. But I remember one time I was at, um, my aunt's house and, and my cousin, he played drums in a band and, uh, they were having a family reunion or some, some type of gathering there. And uh, his band was playing, and I I was maybe ten years old, and I remember just sitting there and watching that band, and all the other kids were out there running around doing whatever they were doing, and I sat there the whole time and I just watched that band, and I remember telling my mom and dad on the way home, when I grow up I want to be in a band. By sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old, I had my own band. My mom and dad helped me put it together. Most of the people were older. Uh, in the band, like like 21 and over. So I got to play a lot of clubs that, you know, most 16-year-olds didn't get to play. My parents always had to be there, of course, but mm -hmm. um, they were so supportive. And I've been doing it ever since and writing. And, you know, I'm just thanking God. Everything's, um, found, people are finally listening to my music and, and liking it. And um, I'm enjoying this ride right now. Fantastic. I tell you, the story you were just telling reminds me of that old joke about the boy who goes to his dad and says, Dad, when I get to be an adult, I want to be a rock star. And his father <laughs> looks at him and said, Son, you can't be both. <laughs> John, 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 come on in. Come on in here. Absolutely. Hey, well, doing? I'm doing great, Gary, and I am so thrilled Good. that you Good. are here with us, and, and I hope that you and your family are doing well. I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about uh, getting your boots dirty there for just a minute, and uh, yeah. the the first time I heard it 
which was just you know a little while ago because as David will tell you I never get to listen to the music for the most part until we actually put it on our air because we want to get kind of a reaction to it a, you know a gut visceral reaction if you will and so I'm listening yeah. to it and I, I tell you what I really like the uh, the the rocking aspect of the opening to this song is uh, you and I were discussing pre-interview here. Uh, it, it to me yeah. it, it's it's kind of like well okay this is what Eddie Van Halen would do if he were going to do an intro to a country song and it really works it works very well uh, and, yeah. and and then the rest of the song to me has kind of an outlaw ish feel to it yeah. I don't know if this is what you were going for and if it is cool I guessed it if it isn't I'm way off. But I would like to know what you were going for it, and and you know what was the influence behind creating this song the way you did. First of all, like the the album that's out, something worth remembering. I wanted like sort of a, a variety of some different sounds on the album, and um, not just ballads, you know, serious ballads. But I wanted songs that were fun, and also you know about you know life in the country. And um, there are two songs on the album that have that more rock feel on it. One is Till Your Boots Are Dirty. That is a song I wrote called uh, Country to the Bone. So if you ever get a chance, listen to that. It just gives a you know an uplifting feeling in the album and something different. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely what I was going for, something more on a, a rockier edge. Um, I'm currently recording some new music, and I'll probably have another one, you know, that's on a rockier edge also, just to show people that, you know, that are out there watching the shows, you know, that they can get up and dance and have a good time and not just uh, sit there and listen to, you know, some ballads that I love doing, but I just wanted a variety. And um, mm-hmm. the background of that song is just, you know, like I said, it's just, it's about me. It's about growing up and my family. And and uh, most all the songs on the album relate somehow to that. But, uh, yeah, you're right on the money. Well, how would you feel about doing something along the lines of uh... – a George Jones or a Patsy Cline, you know, which, uh, of course, these these folks are the, you know, the icons, the gods of country music. Uh, is is this a style of country that you would want to get yourself involved in, or do you want to stay with the more contemporary stadium country kind of uh, genre? You know what? Some of my songs, if you listen to the album, um, have that little bit of a twangy, you know, country feel to it. I mean, most people know it's it's my voice, which I like being distinctive, and that's what you need as an artist. At least I feel I have that anyhow. I've been told that. I love taking old older songs, too, even in my shows, like uh, Always On My Mind, and um, uh, which was recorded by so many people, but and, and, and doing that and doing some old songs my own way. I grew up listening to George Jones. In fact, uh, the one song I wrote on the album, um, Country to the Bone, I wanted to write a song about some of the, you know, the great artists like Merle Haggard and Hank and, and George Jones. All their song, all their names are mentioned in that song. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I, I like being creative with different, you know, different types of music, too. Well, I'll tell you, it, 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 it doesn't disappoint yeah. me to hear you say that because, uh, uh, as I have told many of our guests, both David and I... Um, you know, we were on the radio for many years, terrestrial radio. Primarily, uh, I was a country jock, and I, and I just, you know, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And 
Uh, I have a real affinity for the old classic country artists. You'll find me listening to Willie's Place on Sirius XM, you know, more often than not. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. I'm very glad to hear you say what you just said because it tells me that you know awesome. the influence is there and the music isn't dead. Oh yeah, I used to do like a, you know when I was 16, I did a lot of George Jones and Tammy Wynette, and I love having a duet partner. In fact, all my shows I always have. Um, a uh, girl, Kate Zoller, she's just awesome. And, um, like we do always on my mind as a duet. We do, we do a rocker too called Hurt So Good by John Mellencamp. That is a duet too. So we like, we like bringing in some older music just to throw people off. We even done some Beatles actually <laughs> in the show, but country style, you know? So, um, yeah, we like to throw that in because people know that music and, you know, and there's all sure. ages that come to our shows and they appreciate hearing, you know, some of the older stuff and to be creative with that is people love it. We can point out to John uh, what we usually try to point out to our listeners too. It's a good reason to get out and listen to some of your music so that they can find your full range of what you do, your styles, what you're capable of, because let's face it, we can only get a couple of tracks on here. That's far from indicative of your your total career and we always encourage people to get out and listen to the artists go online listen to their tracks and then of course the obvious you can buy their cds uh you were on our show here uh almost two years ago april of 21 and of course yeah covid and all that stuff what have you been aside from writing new music what have you been up to since then and since covid is finally looking like it might be in the past like I said, I was writing in that. During COVID, um, it was the same time I was recording the album or maybe just got done recording when I talked to you guys. Um, so that was a benefit. I didn't have all these shows to do because I spent most of my time concentrating on the album. So we've been doing some larger shows. We just opened up um, for Confederate Railroad on uh, last Thursday. Um, opened up for Neil McCoy not too long ago. Um, so I'm doing a lot of opening some bigger shows with bigger venues, and that's what I'm trying to get, you know, fairs and festivals and, and those type of gigs. Um, but, uh, you know, music just it just keeps me busy. I mean, um, sure. I do have a full-time day job, too. <laughs> so it's like, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm a busy guy. And it's, you know, it's either working or, or working on my music and practicing, and we're right now getting ready to, um, try to do a new show, you know, getting ready for spring here. So I'm constantly busy. I don't have any downtime. And, um, you know, music, it's, it's a major part, you know, of my life and, and who I am. And, it, and it's always been. It's always been like it. I've always known, you know, God put that in my heart. and uh, It's a blessing to me. Definitely a blessing. It's amazing. Amazing. It's a great thing. And I'm glad to hear that you're keeping busy, going strong, and, and moving forward. I want to encourage you to pop by our Facebook groups page, our music groups page, the David Bowers Awards. You can post up all your information there, upcoming shows, new releases, anything you want to share with the listeners, because we pick it up from there and spread it around to the other sites that we post, too. So it's it's okay. kind of like a... Uh, 
It's kind of like an advertising agency in that respect, only it doesn't cost you anything. It's totally free. Post it up there. We pick it up and share it. And before we let you go, want to give you time to tell the folks how they can keep up with you other than checking our Facebook page, how they can keep up with you and, of course, get your music. Yeah. Um, first of all, all my music's on all the music and media sites. Um, uh, you know, the you can buy it on Amazon. There's iTunes, Spotify, uh, Tidal all those sites, and uh, YouTube. Check out some of the videos. In fact, you can hear, like, maybe some of the older songs, like Always On My Mind type thing, on some of the YouTube videos. There's uh, several videos that are out uh, on the new album here, and um, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, It's on YouTube, um, Gary Pratt. And my webpage will get you to all the links to everything. That's the main thing, and that is www.garyprattmusic.com. And Gary is G-A-R-Y-P-R-A-T-T, music.com. Uh, sometimes people put two R's in there. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you can find out all the information, our bios. There's interviews on there, um, ratings and, you know, reviews, um, all the music, the new music. I'm in the studio right now doing um, some new music, so I'm anxious for people to hear that pretty soon. Not, it's not quite ready yet, but it will be. We'll be looking forward to that. Gary, thank you so much for coming by, spending time with us again today, sharing your music and your stories. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Gary Pratt with Sounds Like Whiskey to Me.
Gary Pratt right here on the David Bowers Award. Sounds like whiskey to me. Good sound. What you think, John Bon Jovial? It's a, kind of a nice, hard-driving, rock-and-roll country kind of thing that, uh, yeah, it sounded like whiskey to me, too. I don't know that I necessarily have that tune going through my head when I take a snort of Jack Daniels, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it very well could be. Yeah, I bet now that you mentioned it, it will happen, (laughs) even if only for a moment. Yeah, that's, uh, I'll tell you what, good country sound. It's it's one of those sounds that uh, can, do they still have jukeboxes? (laughs) It can play in the the clubs and honky-tonks for a long time. Uh, Good sound, and we thank thank Gary for sharing with us. We've also got our next special guest and our old friend, Mr. David Martinez, standing by. And uh, we are going to be getting to him in just a moment. As I said, he's got a new unreleased track that he's going to be playing for us. And we're going to talk about that before we play it. So let's open the proceedings with I'm All Right. Here's David Martinez. Oh, God. 
I'm all right. Not too sure about you, but I'm all right. Mr. David Martinez, David, come on in here. Thanks for having me. Hey, so glad to have you. I was doing some some math, which isn't my best subject, but I'm going back because I thought you were the the, the guest who's been on this show the most times. I find you have been on nine times over the uh, ten going on eleven years that we've been online, and uh, I that makes sense because we had the pandemic which messed things up. But this is also the tenth anniversary of the first time that you were on the show because the first time you were on the David Bowers Awards was March of 2013. So happy anniversary, wow. my friend. <laughs> happy anniversary to all of us. Yeah, Just a pleasure to have you with us and always a pleasure to talk to you. Now, before we get into your stuff specifically, uh, you're down there at uh, South by Southwest now, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm uh, going to be yeah. doing the Grammy party here, uh, uh, tomorrow, so um, excited! Excited to actually be back. I came for a couple of days and just uh, just to hang out and you know see, yeah, I heard of- see what's going on. Being, being a voting, being a member, a voting Grammy member, uh, you know, I like to I like to make my uh, make my appearances on that and see a lot of see a lot of old friends and talk talk shop. I mean, it's good to have like it's good to be out and have people out again because you know the last oh, couple yes. of years. Before, I had heard a rumor that you were one of the celebrities that everybody was walking around meeting on the uh, on the streets there, and uh, I just wanted to check that out. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in uh, if you're there for South by Southwest, check him out. I'm sure he'll be happy to sign autographs, pose for selfies, you know, all the usual routines, and uh, we accept copies of the pictures here too. But I envy you, David. That's quite a big deal, and I know you've been there several times. You deserve the honors of being there as a voting Grammy member. John Bon Jovial, time to jump in here. Hey, David, welcome back. Wow, ninth appearance on this show. So it's just great to have you back on. It, it really is. I want to uh, talk about I'm All Right for a second. I, I know that this is a song that you've released. I don't believe I've ever heard it before. And uh, I'd like to know something about it because I found myself not tapping my feet or anything like that, but just kind of bobbing my head to it and realizing, you know, wow, I'm kind of kind of getting into this thing. I really like this. So what's what's the deal with with I'm all right? Oh, it's basically uh, I, I had an idea. I uh, my mom was a big Rick, Ricky Nelson fan, and I I, uh, I kind of took the inspiration from Garden Party for the song, and it kind of but I kind of oh, went with a little more. Yeah, and, that's uh, why it's so familiar. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and it was like, you know, so it was like, I went to a garden party. I did a rewrite on it out in Los Angeles back in 2015. I uh, kind of just kind of cut some of the fat out and kind of, I said, well, let's do like a little, you know, like kind of like a little train beat. Ricky Nelson had a lot of that rockabilly in him back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if y'all recall. And so oh, it was yeah. kind of like, and it kind of had that little train beat. And it was like, it, it, it's just a song that, you know, the guy moved on, the girl moved on, and uh, and you know now you're you're living your life, she's living her life, you know, and and that that's basically uh, what the song's about. So I drew I drew a lot of inspiration from uh, Ricky Nelson on that because he's a uh, I mean besides doing the Ozzy and Harriet show, he had a he had a great career. It was cut short yeah, tragically, did. but uh, that's where that came from. You know, and it's it, it's just it, it it's a song you know that. Kind of, kind of reminds me a little bit of Nashville, like a lot of the songs that get out of Nashville. So, mm-hmm. like, I just, 
I wanted to stick close to the roots and not overdo it or anything. I had actually written a song for another artist to do, but then when I went in and I listened to it, you know, I was like, oh, man, I need to do the song. So. I ain't giving this one well, away. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I remember as as a kid uh, growing up in the Boston area in the late 50s, early 60s, and uh, Ricky Nelson was was actually pretty big on Top 40 Radio. I remember listening to him oh, on yes. WMEX you know, all those years ago. And and then when I got into radio and uh, doing country radio in the 70s, uh, we played, uh, he crossed over, and we played a ton of Ricky Nelson. Maybe this is why I enjoyed that song so much, because I, it, it was a familiar feel to me, but I couldn't put my finger on it until you said Ricky Nelson, and it's like, yeah, it's just as plain as day. Oh, and... Uh, but but you got the David Martinez spin on it, which to and me apparent, really kind of adds to it. And I'm not trying to say that to stroke your ego, but it really does kind of add no. to it. The combination apparently worked because that that picked up a couple of awards for you, didn't it, David? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of things that I got uh, Cindy uh, admitted for me, and uh, I'm very grateful for that. You know, it's uh, it, it's also like when I when I look at my royalty statements, it's one of the most played songs that I have. Interesting because I'll see all my I'll see a spreadsheet of all my songs that are played mm-hmm. around the world and that one's played a lot like on, especially on uh, on Pandora. Well, I'm not surprised because it is a an ultimately listenable song and it does have a nice hook. It's got a nice feel. It's a comfortable, listenable sound, and uh, yeah, it, you definitely you definitely showed your stuff. With, uh, with writing and performing it. I'm glad we got the chance to play that here on the David Bowers Awards. Now, one of the things that uh, many people may not know about you, in addition to being a rock star, you're also a school teacher. Yes, I've been doing it 23 years now. I'll tell you what, it's been, it's been very rewarding. And there were times in my career where I, I just wanted to go all full throttle music, but I, I just, for some reason, I just couldn't leave those kids. I, I just... And I and I'm I'm really I'm really happy that I didn't because it's like it's really it really makes it rewarding and it's cool when you walk in a grocery store you walk you're you're at the mall and you run the kids you say hey you've done this for me but I actually there's a little meat market down here by by my house and this this guy works there and he goes hey uh, you got me into Robert Johnson I said well, I did <laughs> I really was an Eric Clapton fan I was a big Eric Clapton fan he goes and you he said hey let's do some Robert Johnson. And then he said, I said, and watch the movie Crossroads. He goes, Dude, he goes I, 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 I took a whole different approach to music after you kept giving me. Because what I'll do was some, it was, it was kind of funny. Like one of, one of my students, he would sit there and, and he had his uh, headphones on. I said, hey, man, you got to take your headphones off. He goes, but I'm, I'm listening to the Eagles. And I look and he's listening to Tequila, to Tequila Sunrise. And I go, do your work. Keep listening to that stuff. So he, he, this kid would come up. This kid would come up to me. Hey, you got some songs I could listen to? I go, yeah. I read down the Pretender from Jackson Brown to uh, you know Heartache Tonight by the Eagles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's kind of it, it's been it's been it's been a very rewarding profession for me. I and I, I'm glad I thought I stuck with it. I can well imagine uh, the uh, just the rewards of of working with the children and watching them grow and flower and reflect on what they've gotten from you and then to turn around and have uh, have an adult turn around and tell you that you've uh, you influenced his musical life too that's uh, that's quite a story and speaking of stories 
I also know from having from talking with you, David, that uh, you've got some plans that go a little bit beyond just teaching. Uh, care to share what you've uh, what you and uh, your bride have planned for the future? Well, you know, we, we've been talking about getting a little RV and you know, just hitting the road. Like we'll come home and then we'll keep Corpus Christi as our home base. We'll come home and then we'll go on the road and just some dates up around the, around the way and play play certain places and also explore do activities things like that. You know, so it's like so that that that's that's one of the plans we have. What's your favorite type of uh, area to explore? Well, you know what we we. Uh, she she lived in the Seattle area for a long time, and uh, she's got a lot of friends out there in uh, in Idaho and you know in Washington State and all that stuff like that. And there's a there's a cool little town called uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and I'd, I'd like to like to stop places like that. I'd like to go to Nashville, you know. And uh, I you know haven't been on tour before too. It's like I different places like in North Carolina, you know. Up, up, Montauk, New York, is another place that I that I would like to go visit again. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. just and you know, you yeah, well, I would definitely let y'all let y'all know. Yeah, you definitely got to keep us posted. John's down in Florida on the Gulf Coast, Naples, Fort Myers area. As you know, I'm out in the Phoenix area. So if you ever get in any of those areas, we definitely would love a chance to get to meet you in person. You're uh, you're the oldest friend of the show we've got, just about you and uh, and Cindy, of course. And uh, we really appreciate all the time we've been able to spend with you. Cindy, was t- we were talking over the weekend, and I, uh, Cindy mentioned to me that uh, it's been a heck of a ride, and I thanked her for taking us along on the ride, too, because we have enjoyed every minute of it. John? Yeah. Um, David, how often do you make it down to Fort Myers to see Cindy? Well, I, I I haven't been there in a long time since I was since I was on tour. Uh, I had planned to come down at one point, but um, we're still uh, we're still talking about it. So hopefully soon. I mean, it's 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 been a while since I've been on the road. I mean, I I did a show in Boston where uh, I Cindy and her boys went. Uh, that was back in 2019, and then of course the pandemic hit. So, but my wife my wife had a uh, she did an internship over there at uh, Disney Disney World, and um, you know she loves Florida. She's talking about we got to go visit Cindy, and like that means we would visit you, John. Well, that'd be great because you know if you're going to be in Florida, the Naples Fort Myers area is probably one of the better places to be. This is a oh. this is a really spiffy part of the country. It really is just beautiful yeah. down here, and uh, well, you know there's well, a lot of decent a lot of decent music venues, uh, especially in the Fort Myers area. And I'm sure that Cindy could probably hook you up with a couple of those places, and you know make yourself a little bit of side coin while you're here. Yeah. Well, well, also like the the. the the guy, the guy that I write with, uh, Rick Hofield, I did the, I wrote the um, Fast and Hard and Come Back with him. He's a, uh, he's been, he's been out in the Naples area, I think, and he's played, played in Destin and places like that. So he's, 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 he does a lot of the songwriting things in Florida too. So he, he also like we talked about. Okay, let's, well, let's get something going out there, you know, because it's, it's, it's a cool area, and I, and I'd love to be back out there. Been a, it's been too long. Yeah, well, Destin is considerably further north of us, but it's still part of the great state of Florida, that's for sure. And 
you know, if you're going to be making it to Destin, and uh, it's just maybe about another three hours to get down to the southern part of the state, and uh, you know, we'll make you welcome. I promise that's you. That's a long. That's a long state. I mean, that's like going well, halfway. The thing about Florida is, the thing about Florida is, you drive for miles and miles and miles and miles, and you still have miles and miles and miles to go. You know, just yeah, like Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of like <laughs> Texas in that respect. <laughs> yeah, only thing is the uh, well, the climate's a little bit different there. But, David, yeah. now that we've talked about what you've done, what you've been doing, and some of your dreams and plans, what have you got solid? What's actually coming up for you this year? Well, um, I'm, I'm, um, I'm hammering down some uh, – I've been working about two or three new songs that I'm going to go back in the studio and record. Uh, so we'll, we'll have some – I'll definitely have some new stuff coming up. So – I've been just kind of making. I've just been trying to polish up a couple of these songs that I uh, wrote with Rick Hofill, and uh, and I'm just trying to get them ready to be studio ready, you know, so so we can have those hooks going and things like that. I I'm such a I'm so uh, meticulous when it comes to writing music. It's just like I I'll sit there. I I just don't want to go in and record. I just want to make sure the the track is right. Mm-hmm. So we we I'll be I'll definitely be uh, recording hopefully this summer and then uh, putting some new stuff out. Well, that's something we can look forward to. Hope you'll uh, hope you'll bring it to us and let us uh, help you spread the word when you do get the new music ready because uh, you're a stalwart. You're practically one of the uh, one of the cast of the show. now. I mean, come on, <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Thank you, thank it's you so a, much. I appreciate this. Oh, it's always a pleasure, David. You know that, and love your music. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, about the the one track, uh, uh, "Fast and Hard." Yes. Yeah, how's that working for you? How'd that come out? Because I know that was one that John and I both got turned on to when we heard it. Well, it's it's, it's been actually it's been it's gotten me a lot of traction. It's, and, the, and the thing is, it. Um, it I have a lot of people saying now that that's the best stuff that I've done, the, the last few tracks that I've released. But I also think it, I think the experience and knowing knowing what you want, having having done this for almost twenty years, uh, as far as recording, it's uh, you know it's it's done a lot for me. It's and, and uh, it, it's it's really cool, especially I mean uh, a lot of people from the East Coast like. Jersey, New York, and you know Boston, and all the other area. There, I mean, Springsteen has a lot of fans everywhere, but you right. know, that area. That's true. <laughs> they, they talk. They talk. You know, um, I, it reminds me of Mashbury Park back in the day. You know, it's like yeah, I gotcha. So, all right, yeah. before we let yeah, I'm you a big, go, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Southside Johnny fan and things like that. So yeah, I, yeah, was, know. <laughs> I know you are. Before we let you go, two things. One. Want to give you a second to tell the folks how they can find you online, how they can get touch, and of course how they can get your music. It's David Martinez Music. I'm on I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Pandora. Um, pretty much, I have my own pages set in there. You can go to davidmartinezmusic.com, uh, which I'll revamp, be revamping this summer. So that's going to have a lot of cool things. And you can find me on Twitter, David Martinez MU, uh, Facebook, David Martinez Music. And uh, and a lot of other places as well. LinkedIn, a lot of other places. <laughs> now, before we finish this up, we have one more track we're going to play. And I have heard a hint 
that there's a little bit of story behind this track. And in the minute or yes. so we have left, can you share with us the uh, the story behind Runaway, which is your unreleased cut that we're going to be playing here in just a minute? Well, I wrote that song about my niece. She's uh, She was probably about three years old when I wrote it, and she's uh, 20 years old now. And she's a real estate agent. She just got her license. And the funny thing is, I, that was an outtake. It was from the first record. Um, I recorded out, I recorded that out in Los Angeles back in 2007. Uh, Leroy Miller producing. He played on the record. I also had Kane McGee play on the record. Uh, his dad's Jerry McGee from the Ventures thing. Oh, wow. And he played drums. Yeah, he played drums on the record and had another guy named Chachi play some percussion. And then uh, Adam McDougall <laughs> from the Black Crows, he played He played on that first record. Well, he's not with the Black Crows anymore, but he was with the Black Crows at the time. He played on that first record, and he he he, uh, he played on this out, this this, uh, this track as well. So it was, it was it was a really cool thing. A lot of people, I never I never did release it. I may release it in the future, but it it was. Uh, it definitely was like I'm a big Jack, Jack Johnson fan, so that's what a lot of people said. Hey, that, that kind of has a Jack Johnson vibe, did. But actually, mm-hmm. what inspired inspired me to write this song was my my, my good friend Keaton Simons. He has a song called Currently, and it, it's very jazzy, and that's that's kind of like I uh, I said, man, I could. So I so when I started writing it, you know, it was just it was just a song about you know my niece she would run away from me it was it was always she was always playing but she always run away it was like but she's so possessive of the song because my wife said the other day it could be a song for our other nieces and my my niece was just like no my song <laughs> well good thank you again so much david always a pleasure and we enjoy your stories and get to know you and listen to your music too ladies and gentlemen here it is mr david martinez the unreleased runaway
runaway, Mr. David Martinez. Thank you so much, David. Uh, it was a pleasure talking with the uh, with the Corpus Christi man and uh, our most frequent guest here. Ten year anniversary for uh, David being on the show. Party time, John. Hmm. Wow. I tell you what. Musically, we've been all over the road today. We've been drinking whiskey. Yes, we have. Uh, learned about uh, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. We have uh, spoken to Mr. Martinez about uh, Runaway, and it's just you know it's just the the variety of music with the Ricky Nelson influence and all that has really uh, Gary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's been a great show. It really has. Well, folks, you have done it again, and we are so grateful for your presence each and every week. You've spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we don't ever take that for granted. You can find us all over the world as we broadcast ourselves from our studios in Naples, Florida, and of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, we are available for free on most major streaming services. And on Anchor FM, which we usually talk about, but we didn't get a chance to today, uh, if you go to Anchor FM, there's a link at the end of uh, this episode and each the David Bowers Awards episode where you can uh, make a contribution to help us further the cause of indie musicians. We'd really appreciate it if you would check that out. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, or you can go to rochesterfreeradio.com. And that's noon Eastern on uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can find us Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC during Daylight Saving Time. So until next week, for the David Bowers, uh, Hop Along Sarcassity, I don't know why I keep mentioning him, because uh, you know he, he's never here. He probably off in the mind getting drunk on a case of beer or something. And all <laughs> of our crew of rejects <laughs> uh, here at the Radio Ranchero, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying, be good to yourselves, love one another, keep washing your hands. Yeah, we're still stuck with that stupid COVID. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>